Hey everybody, this is Pastor Terry. Welcome back to the Grace for a Journey podcast. So glad that you're here. If you're new, of course, welcome on in. We're in John chapter 1 and been dealing with verse 14. Now, it's taken a little while to get through verse 14 because it is packed, I mean, to overflowing with Christological information. Now, what does that mean? That means the doctrine of Jesus Christ. It really lays out clearly the nature of Jesus. Now, if you deny the nature of Jesus, you deny him as Savior. So this is vitally important. It's so important that the first 18 verses in John's gospel is dedicated to establishing the nature and the identity of Jesus. It is that vital. So let me just read verse 14 for you again. It said, And the Word became flesh and dwelt dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory. Glory as the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. So, again, just to remind you on what this means. The Word became flesh. We went back to verse 1. And in verse 1, the Bible says that in the beginning, actually, and that's the beginning of this earth, this solar system, this cosmos, not the beginning of all that is. It means the beginning of things that have a beginning. In the beginning was the Word, capital W, and the Word was with God. That means cooperating with God and everything God was doing. And John goes a step further, and the word was God. Not was a God, was God, was the God. He was in the beginning with God. And all things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that has been made. And so John makes it really clear that in the very beginning, the word was with God, the word was God, and the word was in the process of creating. Now, if you're in the process of creating you can't be created, <laughs> right? I mean, you the potter uh, makes the clay. It makes the pot. The pot can't say, oh, well, I made myself, and oh, there's the potter over there doing nothing. It's not how this works. If you're part of the creative process, you are part of the creator. And this is exactly what the Bible says about Jesus. And then it goes on. It says, so this word became flesh. Who did that? And dwelt among us. As we have seen his glory, glory as the only son from the father. Who was that? Well, obviously that was Jesus. So Jesus is eternal. He is God and he became flesh to dwell among us. And then it says we have seen his glory, the glory of the only son. Glory is a word that is really descriptive of God. It's the visible representation of his attributes, characteristics, and nature. So Jesus was an example, an expression of the glory and the greatness of God. He says, now from the Father, full of grace and truth. Okay, so we're going to talk about grace today. We'll talk about truth next time. So the the Greek word for grace is charis. And so um, the Bible says that Jesus was filled with charis, was filled with grace. Now, there's four different types of graces that we need to understand that are in the Bible uh, that, that matter to us today. And Jesus was the perfect expression and was filled completely, nothing lacking in any of these areas. The first is saving grace. You see that in Ephesians 2. The Bible says, for we have been saved by grace. Grace in that context means unmerited, unearned, undeserved favor saves us. There is nothing you can do to save yourself. No matter how good you are, no matter how moral you are compared to your enemies, compared to your neighbors, compared to other people in your fellowship or church or work, whatever it is, your relative goodness doesn't impress God enough to earn his grace and his favor. It simply doesn't. You can't be so good that then the Bible kicks, then grace kicks in and fills in the rest. Now, the Mormon church believes that. 
their definition of grace is basically this. Do all you can do, and if you come up short, God kicks in the rest. Well, that's really relying first on human effort. But the Bible, this word grace in the area of salvation, Ephesians 2, says you cannot earn or deserve salvation. In no way, shape, or form can you do that. But God loves you so much, he extends his favor to you. And that is grace. You can't earn it at all. Then the second type of grace is sanctifying grace. And this is the kind of grace that helps you become more like Jesus as you struggle with a thorn in your flesh. Like Paul says in 2 Corinthians, that's where we get this, this idea of grace from. In 2 Corinthians 9, as you struggle, God gives you the grace to handle. His grace is sufficient for you. His favor is sufficient to move you toward becoming like his son. The third type of grace is sustaining grace. This is when um, you're struggling. This is when you're being pulled under. This is when life has thrown every curveball at you you can imagine, and you're just trying to survive, right? There is grace. There is Grace has an expression in your life that helps you survive the most difficult times. Think about a hard time you've been through. Think about it. Think about a difficult time you faced, a death of a parent. I pray this isn't true, but a death of a child, a divorce, a broken relationship, and you were sure while you were going through that you were you, you just you were not you were not going to make it. You just couldn't get through to the end. But God gave you grace, and you sustained. You moved ahead through it. So the third type of grace, fourth, is serving grace. God gives you the grace to serve others. This is found in Hebrews twelve. God gives you the grace to serve others and to be a servant. Jesus Christ is the perfect expression of all four of these. In him, all four of these realities were full to overflowing. He is the only one perfectly qualified to save, sanctify, sustain, and to cause you to serve. So John wanted you to know very clearly who this Jesus is. All God, all man, in the flesh, overflowing with grace. (laughs) Now, if you believe that, and I hope you do, guess what's going to happen? You're going to have unbelievable grace, all of these, for your journey. Let me pray for you. Well, Father, we love you so much and thank you for today. Be with us, Father, as we live for you. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Well, blessings on you. We'll talk again next time. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the Grace for Your Journey podcast. I pray that it has been a blessing and an encouragement to you. Pass it around if you think it would help somebody. And we look forward to you dropping by again for another episode of the Grace for Your Journey podcast.